So we all know how complicated and complex life tends to be. What we don't know is how do you stay focused on living your purpose in the middle of such complexity? That's the purpose of today's podcast. You're going to learn that we all have to be proactive in fighting against the natural complexity of life in order to live to our greatest purpose. Hi, I'm Peter Lopez, and you're listening to Purpose. So as mentioned in the tease, we all understand how complex life can be. We just get so focused on the complexity that we fail to realize we still have the power to make decisions that will lead us to living a life of purpose. So in today's podcast, we're going to be following a part of the life of Jesus and seeing what Jesus experienced. In fact, honestly, just seeing exactly what Jesus did. And then we're going to use what he did to help us learn how to navigate the complexity and complications of life. So today, we are picking up at the life of Jesus, and honestly, he's a 12-year-old boy. I know you're thinking, what can you learn from a 12-year-old? Well, you can learn anything from anyone, but especially when the 12-year-old is Jesus. We can learn a ton from him, from Jesus, at any time, no matter what his age was. So in today's passage, Jesus' family has just made a journey from Nazareth all the way to Jerusalem for the Feast of the Passover. Now, Jesus at this point, like I mentioned, is 12 years old. Now, they're in Jerusalem for several days, the entire family is, and they are celebrating this great Jewish celebration. After several days, it's time for them to make the trip home, and so they do. It seems, from what the scripture tells us, like it's not just Jesus' family, but Jesus was from Nazareth. It's a smaller village. It seems like a, most of the people in the village just traveled together. So there were probably dozens and dozens of people that were together in this caravan. Well, as they're headed back to Nazareth, Mary and Joseph realize Jesus is not here with us. But they assume that he's just with someone else in the village, traveling, of course. After about a day, they get concerned enough and they think, we, we better go back and look. So they search every one of their travelers that's in this caravan, and definitely Jesus is not there. So they make their way as quickly as possible back to Jerusalem and realize that Jesus is in now in a big city. They have no idea where he's at. It takes them three days. Three days they look for Jesus, and finally they find him. When they find Jesus, we're going to learn that he is sitting in the temple. Now, the interaction that they have with Jesus and what they find Jesus doing, that's what's going to give us our instruction today. So, we are actually picking it up in the Bible. The passage is Luke chapter number two. You can look it up for yourself. It's in verse number 46. This is what it says. After three days, they found him, Jesus, in the temple sitting in the midst of the teachers, listening to them, and asking them questions. All right, so here's the first thing that we're going to learn about Jesus. He teaches us, number one, it's important to be an active listener. Notice that as soon as Mary and Joseph walk into the temple, they see Jesus, and he's doing two things. He's listening, and he's asking questions. Those are the two things that is so obvious that it's what's mentioned. This is something that every one of us needs to develop in our lives. Follow Jesus' example 
As a 12-year-old boy, he was doing it, and we need to start doing it as well. So let's talk about what does it mean to be an active listener? All right, so you're, you're making great strides today, by the way, by just listening to this podcast. But the first thing is you need to ask questions. It's important to ask questions. Questions in some groups or in some settings are discouraged, as though questions mean you don't have loyalty. But if you're ever in a setting where you are not encouraged to ask questions, then honestly, you're probably in the wrong place. That's probably not a place to be. We should always be encouraged to ask questions. Questions are often going to be our gateway to a greater knowledge. Jesus is asking questions. You need to learn to ask questions. Just learn who to ask and learn how to ask and honestly, even learn what to ask. The questions are a good thing. When you have deep in your heart or in your mind or in your soul questions that have been bugging you or bothering you or that are unresolved, why live with unresolved questions? Ask. Go ask somebody. And if you go to someone and that individual or that person or that leader or whoever that person is doesn't have the answer, then ask someone else. Of course, if you're in a setting where they're discouraging questions, get out of that setting and go somewhere where they're going to foster an environment of questions. All right. So learn to ask questions, but it's not just the asking of the questions. It's also the listening. Now, an active listener is not just someone who is casually taking in what is being said. An active listener is someone who listens for the purpose of learning so that they can take action. So when you ask questions, listen for the purpose of learning. Don't just wait for whoever is answering to finish so you can say what you want. Learn to listen for the purpose of then taking action. Anytime you're in a conversation where you've asked a question, just be ready when the conversation is done to ask yourself, what can I do with this information? How do I take action? Honestly, you listen to a podcast, be an active listener. At the end of the podcast, ask yourself, what action, even if it's only one, can I take to be able to improve and to show myself as an active listener? If you're listening to a message somewhere or a speech or a sermon or some type of YouTube video, ask yourself at the end, what one action can I take? This is going to demonstrate yourself as an active listener. This is very important because this is what Jesus did and this is what he sets the example of. So be an active listener. Ask questions and then learn that when you're listening, learn to listen for the purpose of taking action. All right, that's the first thing Jesus teaches us when Mary and Joseph walk into the, the temple and they find that Jesus is there, he's asking questions, and he is listening. Of course, they're astonished at what they see. The scripture even tells us that everyone around Jesus is astonished. They are amazed at the questions he's asking. They're amazed at what his responses are. They're completely amazed by Jesus. But of course, Mary and Joseph are probably full of fear and anxiousness because they've been looking for Jesus for three days. And they're like, Jesus, what are you doing here? And that's paraphrasing it, of course. But what in the world are you doing here? Why didn't you tell us? They're just, they're concerned. Well, Jesus tells them in verse 49, how is it that you searched for me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? All right, so 
this is important because this is where we're going to get a lot of information on Jesus' response here. So Jesus says to Mary and Joseph, how is it or why is it that you are searching for me? You knew that I was going to have to spend my life dedicated to the business, to the details, to the work of my father, God. This teaches us a very important second lesson that Jesus gives to us here. We need to live the details of our life that contribute to God's purpose for you. Now follow that. You need to live the details that contribute to God's purpose for you. Now this is where we're going to dive a little deeper into what life is like. Because you and I both know that life fights against this example that Jesus gave to us. Jesus' example is live the details that contribute to God's purpose for you. That's why he said, that's why I'm here. But you and I know that life naturally tends towards complication and complexity. That means that your days end up being filled with actions, with details, with tasks, with to-do lists, that keep you very busy, but don't ever seem to be getting you anywhere. All right? That's what life is like. You know it is. That's why you come to the end of your day and you feel, what did I accomplish today? The truth is, you may have accomplished a lot, but what you accomplished, what your actions were, were not actions that got you anywhere. It didn't add to the purpose of your life. Your day was just filled with complication and complexity and busyness. The sad thing is, and you and I both know that a day turns into a month, like just like that, a whole month is gone and you're thinking, what have I done for the last month? Then a month turns into a year. And for those of you who are lived old enough, you know, a year turns into 10 to 20 And you look at your life and you're thinking, I have been busy. I have done a lot of things, but I haven't really felt fulfilled. I haven't really seemed to make any momentum, gain any momentum towards the purpose of my life. All right. So you and I know that's what life is like, but Jesus teaches us to do something different. He teaches us to fight against the natural trend of life towards complication and complexity and make the decision to intentionally live the details of your life that contribute to God's purpose for you. Remember, God has a purpose for you. He does. He has given you the purpose. He wants you to live the purpose. But right now, you're living just being driven by the tide, by the wind, by what comes your way. And you feel like you're in a whirlwind, always circling, but never going anywhere. So it's time for you today to take control. All right. Now, I want this to be like a light bulb moment for you. You can take control. All right, so if there's a voice in the back of your mind saying, you can't take control, you can't do this, it's impossible, there's no way. I'm telling you, get that out of your mind right now and you tell yourself out loud, I can take control. All right, right, did you say it? Let me see. 
I can take control. Good. So now we're going to walk you through how to take control so that you can accomplish what Jesus did, which is live the details that contribute to God's purpose for you. So let me give you four steps. You can write them down. You can make a note in your phone or iPad, whatever it is. Here we go. Here's how to take control, but you're going to have to do them, okay? So don't just listen. Listen to take action. Remember, that's what Jesus taught us. All right, what's the first thing? First, you need to write down your purpose in life. Write it down. Honestly, uh, you walk into some of the most successful organizations in the world, and they're going to know their purpose. They really will. All right, you, for example, you walk into a Mayo Clinic. We have a Mayo Clinic located here in the Phoenix area where I am. You walk into the hospital and write real big on a on a large wall, it's written out their purpose. It's clear. All right. You go to Atlanta, Georgia, and you drive up to Chick-fil-A corporate, and you're going to see a monument that lists their purpose. The greatest organizations in the world have to have a mission statement, a purpose, because that's what guides them, especially as they become larger organizations. It has to become that much more clear. So you need to have a clear purpose. So I'm encouraging you, write down your purpose. You say, I don't know it right now. Well then, write down, I need to think and really talk through and determine what is God's purpose for me in my life. And listen, the previous podcasts have already discussed some of this. If you're married, your spouse, that could be a purpose. I mean, what is your purpose in life? Write it down. You have to know it. Just put it down like in one sentence or put it down in two sentences. What is your purpose in life? If you don't know your purpose, well, then I'm not surprised that you're just giving way to the complexity and complication of life. Know your purpose. All right. Secondly, Write down one to two, one to three daily tasks or daily actions that are vital to your purpose. All right. So write down one to three things, one, two or three that are absolutely vital to your purpose. I'm talking the most important things. I know you're thinking there could be like 20, one to three things that have to be done every day. I'm talking the most important things that are absolutely vital to your purpose. Would you write them down? One to three things that are vital. You have to do them every day. They are absolutely vital to your purpose. All right, that's the second thing. So at the top, you have your purpose. Underneath your purpose, you have what you must do. Three vital actions, daily actions. All right, that's number two. Number three, Write down actions that consistently take your time, but don't contribute to your purpose. All right. So the third thing is you're going to now write down actions that consistently take your time, but don't contribute or are not vital to your purpose. All right. So just think them through. What are things you are consistently doing, even possibly on a daily basis, that are taking up a lot of your time, but are not really mission vital. They're not vital to your mission, to the purpose that you wrote down. 
All right, that's the third thing. Write down actions that consistently take your time, but do, do not contribute or are not vital to your purpose. The fourth thing, now it's action time. Because Jesus told us, remember, he taught us that you listen with purpose. Now is a great example. You're listening to this podcast and you are an active listener. You're listening to take action. Because the fourth thing is start taking action. And this is what you do. You start, I'm talking like today when you're listening to this podcast, you start your daily actions, your one to three things, start doing them. Just start it. Just do them. That's, it's, that's your power. That's you taking control. You're saying, I have to take these actions. All right, start taking those actions then. And the, not only do you start those daily vital actions, but also cut out the non-vital actions. I know this is where it gets hard because the non-vital actions could be little things, but they could be big things. They could be, they could be actions that only involve you, so it's not a big deal, but it could be something as significant as maybe saying to a group of people, I'm not going to be able to get together every, well, whatever it is we do. Or it could be possibly even saying to your work, I'm not going to be able to work late every single day. I don't know what it is, and I, I'm not undervaluing your decision here because you may have to make a very big decision. But number four is you start those daily vital actions and you cut the non-vital actions. If you will follow this four-step process, you will begin noticing a difference in your life within, within probably three days. In seven days, you will begin feeling like things are completely different. In about a month, the people around you are going to start feeling and sensing what you're going through. And if you'll take these actions for two months, then you will find your life is on a completely different path. That's how powerful these are. All right. So I want to make sure that we review this because this is important. Jesus, as a 12-year-old boy, taught us two things. Be an active listener. And the second thing that he taught us was to live the details that contribute to God's purpose for you. And then what we did is we gave you the four-step process to live the details that God gave you in life. It's a four-step exercise. I'm going to repeat it, and then we're going to close the podcast. We're going to finish it up, wrap it up, because I would like for you to take this exercise seriously. Write them down. Think about it, concentrate on it, pray about it. And once you do, you take your action. All right. Number one, write down your purpose, write down your purpose, write down your mission statement, write it down. Number two, write down one to three daily actions that are vital to your purpose. One to three daily actions that are vital to your purpose. Number three, Write down the actions that are currently taking your time, but do not contribute or are not vital to your purpose. Write them down. Write down one to three of them. And then number four, start your daily vital actions and cut the non-vital actions. Listen, your life is going to change. And I am just very thankful that I had an opportunity to look into the life of Jesus 
and together we have the opportunity to learn from him. So guys, take the steps. You'll see that life is going to be completely different for you. We're going to learn now that we're living towards our greater purpose. Thank you, Jesus, for teaching us. Thank you guys for listening. Catch you next time.